Public universities are hoping for state public health officials to require COVID vaccination for fall enrollment and to do it statewide. It would be unlikely that uh, that anybody would step out on this uh, on their own. That's ISU President Larry Dietz. I'm Ryan Denham and this is WGLT's The Leadoff. Support for The Leadoff on WGLT and WGLT.org comes from Central Illinois Regional Airport in Bloomington, now offering nonstop flights to Detroit on Delta Airlines, connecting travelers to the world. Schedules and information at CIRA.com. It's Tuesday, March 30th. Coming up, what you need to know to start your day. It's The Leadoff from WGLT, Bloomington Normal's public media. Now let's lead off with Illinois State and other public universities hoping the Illinois Department of Public Health will require students be vaccinated for the coronavirus if they attend classes on campus in the fall. Charlie Schlenker has more. Over 2,200 ISU students have tested positive for the coronavirus. The sharpest spike in cases happened right after the start of the fall 2020 semester. ISU President Larry Dietz tells the Academic Senate he and other presidents and chancellors have not heard back from the governor or Illinois Department of Public Health whether their request for a vaccine requirement will happen. You know, I think it's a good idea and I think it would help with setting expectations and uh, trying to get uh, some traction around that everybody uh, should get vaccinated. Rutgers University in New Jersey has announced it will require on-campus students in the fall to have the vaccine. Like ISU, Rutgers is a public university, but Dietz says he does not see ISU doing something like that. Well, I guess, frankly, we would have the authority to to unilaterally do that, but uh, it would be unlikely that, uh, that anybody would step out on on this uh, on their own. It's also possible the public colleges and universities in Illinois could collectively decide to create a vaccination requirement. The University of Illinois has imposed strict testing requirements and even expelled students for not obeying them. Some long-term care facilities require vaccination as a condition of employment. Dietz says testing is different than vaccination and there's a difference between private sector care facilities and a public institution. CDC recommends the vaccine to uh, everybody who's 16 and over, but there's no federal or state mandate. And so, uh, you know, there, and I presume that there's a reason for that. And part of that, I would imagine, is the, you know, the, the legal piece. Dietz says public higher ed institutions in the state will be looking at the legal issues involved in a vaccine mandate. Apart from legality, he says there are also practical considerations that may affect the willingness of Illinois public universities and colleges to mandate vaccines. The difficulty uh, with the required of anything is the necessary follow-up that you have to, to do to make sure that you're enforcing whatever you're requiring. Dietz notes K-12 schools have not imposed a vaccine mandate either, and he says that makes it more difficult for higher ed to act on its own. Universities already lose Illinois high school graduates to institutions in other states. Dietz says he does not think a vaccine mandate would accelerate the trend much, though if a student were already opposed to vaccines for philosophical or religious reasons, it might tip the balance. He says most students and families make decisions on programs and fit with the university. Dietz notes Rutgers is so far the only one of about 1,400 colleges and universities in the nation to impose a vaccine requirement. He says he and leaders on other campuses will be watching Rutgers closely to see what happens. I'm Charlie Schlenker. 
Lane says it will encourage students to get vaccinated, but won't require it while it's designated for emergency use. Here are some other stories we're following in the WGLT newsroom. McLean County health officials added 142 new COVID cases over the weekend, but our testing positivity rate held at 4.9%, as did overall hospital bed capacity. Jamie Snow's request for forensic testing on evidence in his 2001 murder conviction made its way back into a courtroom yesterday after years of delay. You can find more on these stories at WGLT.org. McLean County has received a limited supply of the Johnson & Johnson single-dose COVID vaccine. So far, the county is using them only for targeted populations, including jail inmates. Sheriff John Sandage tells Eric Stock the one-dose vaccine is easier to distribute for those who are harder to reach. Still, only about one-fourth of inmates took the vaccine when offered it. When you have uh, a population that that is in and out and hard to to track, uh, the one-shot definitely benefited us. So the jail population, of course, is a transient one, as you would alluded to. So what about new arrivals who come in after after this clinic? Yeah, we, so our, our initial clinic, we had 64 inmates that chose to get the vaccine. Um, we think there will possibly be more um, once they see that there was no side effects or, or mild side effects from the shot. Um, and if that's the case, we will schedule another clinic. What what kind of participation did you have then? A sixty four out of how many? Uh, out of about two hundred and thirty five that day, so roughly twenty five percent of the jail population chose to get the vaccine. What do you make of that percentage? It's certainly lower than the general population. It, it is. Um, I, I checked around with uh, other county jails within the state. And that's pretty much the going average, um, somewhere as high as 30, 35%. But, uh, yeah, they, uh, there's, there's not a whole lot of interest statewide. Why do you think that is? I, I honestly, I don't know. I, I don't know uh, what the reasoning for that would be. Is there anything that is done in the way of education on the part of the sheriff's office or the county since access to, you know, general information is a little bit harder uh, in, in their situation? Anything there to educate them about uh, the benefits of the vaccine? There was. There was also an information uh, sheet given as to uh, that talked about the vaccine, the possible side effects and things of that nature. So what COVID restrictions or guidelines are still in place uh, for inmates and visitors at this point? Um, We're not on uh, as much of a lockdown as we were previously. Um, There's limited groups allowed uh, out of their cells at a time. Face masks must be worn. Uh, We're constantly cleaning. Uh, So uh, all those steps have really helped us. Is there any sort of expectation for when those will be lifted? Are you looking for guidance from the county or from the state or your own internal data on that? We will use our own internal data on that. Like I said, we have loosened up uh, some from what we initially had, um, but we're just going to wait and see how the numbers go. That was McLean County Sheriff John Sandage with Eric Stock. Before we let you go, a reminder that Thursday is the last day to request a vote-by-mail ballot for the April 6th election. You can do that online or by mail. That is it for today. Support for WGLT's The Leadoff comes from the Central Illinois Regional Airport in Bloomington, now offering nonstop flights to Detroit on Delta Airlines, connecting travelers to the world. Schedules and information at CIRA.com.